beginning of Perakimah, and we already spoke about the fact that Shmuel was developing as the Masharis, as the one who serves Hashem, and now we get to the next level. Not just the Shmuel, the, the Masharis, the one who's serving Hashem, who's the service becomes the tutelage of Eli. Now we talk about when Shmuel himself arises to the level of a Novi. And like we said previously, and like the Prophet is going to tell us, really there weren't that many Nevi'im there. In the, from what we call the period of the Nevi'im, Shmuel was the first. And like the Prophet tells us, Vanar Shmuel Masharis Hashem Lifnei Eli. Shmuel was still a Nair, he was still young, he was serving Hashem under the direction of Eli. With Vara Hashem Hoyayakar Bayami Mahim. It was very rare. The word of Hashem in those days. Nevoah wasn't widespread. The double Lashem, the word of Hashem was rare. Chazan, which was prophecy, wasn't Nafat, it wasn't Nifrat, it wasn't something which was common, wasn't spread out. So we learn an important point from here. And that is, firstly, the Pasuk refers to two different kinds of Nevoah. There's Nevoah which is referred to as the Vah Hashem. <coughs> The word of Hashem, and his Nevo, which is first as Chazan, the vision. And uh, we know from Shmuel himself that he was called a Raya, the one who can see. There were two levels of Nevo, there were two kinds of Nevo, and depending on the level of the Nabi, was which kind of Nevo he got. The Vilnagon says this as well in his parish in Mishle, but it's, I think it's uh, something which all of the agree to. And that is, there's one form of Nevo which is through speech. That the Navi hears a message from Hashem, and the Navi then has to relate that message to the Jewish people. And therefore, we find the Nabi Nevi'im that Dvar Hashem was to this Navi, Hashem spoke to this Navi, and he, he heard Hashem speak, and then he was given a message to relate to the Jewish people. And then there was the vow which was through visions, which means the Navi was shown something. He was, it was a chazan, it was a vision, it was something he was able to see. And uh, it was also it was through the spirit of Nevoah, through prophecy, that he, like the Khazarik called, through the eye of the Nevoah, with his physical eyes, but rather with a, through the eyes of prophecy, that he was able to behold something. That's what we call chazan. And there were those Nevi'im who saw. Uh, what's the higher level? It seems like, from the way the Vilna God explains it, that vision is the higher level. The Nevi'im you can see. And uh, like we saw, it is the phonem at the beginning, the Navi was called a Raya. The Navi was a of speech, the one who was, has, was given something to say. But in earlier times, he was called the Raya, he was called the one who could see, because uh, that was a higher level of Navi, which the earlier Navi had. Is there a reason specifically why the Raya is so much more Yes. Now, the, the next thing to talk about is having discussed the two parts of Navi, so the next thing to talk about is why wasn't there so much Nevoah then, and what changed thereafter. Um, that the, when Shmuel inaugurates in the period of the Nevi. So what we see, and this is the energy from Moshe Rabbeinu himself. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, was the Navi in the time of the Midbar. And yet at a certain time, Moshe says to Hashem, I can't bear the yoke of these people on my own. And Hashem says, I'm going to choose 70 elders who are going to Take the yoke of Klai Yisrael with you. And then the Apostle, the interesting thing. 
I'm going to take from the spirit which is on you and, and transfer it to them. Which means even though the 70 Zakanim also got prophecy, they also got Nebuah to some level, they weren't on the level to get Nebuah on their own. Rather, it had to be through the agency of Moshe. And therefore, the spirit of Hashem didn't come directly down to them, they weren't worthy of that. But rather, the spirit of Hashem, which was on Moshe, was then, so to speak, was like a substation. It was like transferred to them too. Which means that through the agency of Moshe being a Navi, they were able to get Nebuah too. And this we find, now we're starting with Shmuel, the beginning of the period of Nevi'im, but we find throughout the time period of the Nevi'im, both in Sefer Shmuel and also in Sefer Melachim, and after that as well, we find the concept of people who are called the Bnei Hanavim. The Bnei Hanavim, the sons of the Nevi'im. It doesn't necessarily mean the sons of the Nevi'im, it means rather the apprentice Nevi'im, if you want to call it that, which means there had to be a main, a main Novi. And the main Novi, was the, was the one who was able to bring the verse down. And now once the verse come down, it was able, other people, in other words, who were close to that level, would be able to draw the verse from the, from the Navi who had it here. In other words, to bring the verse down from a spiritual dimension down to this world, needed somebody of a much greater stature, needed someone of a much greater stature. But once the verse is already in this world, so therefore someone, so to speak, to be able to receive that verse is much easier. And that's also why when there's a base of Mikdash, there was much more of a... We were still talking before the base of Mikdash. But once there was a base of Mikdash, so the base of Mikdash served as, if you want to call it, the, 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 the means to bring the Vur down to this world. And then once there was the Vur here, you know, the Spirit of Hashem rests in the base of Mikdash, so it was much easier for people to connect to it and to get the Vur. In the Mishkan wasn't as, as, as up-to-date uh, up or as, as effective? The Mishkan? Yeah. No. We're going to find there was something special about the Vesna Mikdash that uh, the spirit of Hashem rested there in a way that it was much easier to get in the world from. Now and therefore, uh, the Maida of Shmuel, the greatness of Shmuel was until that stage there was no Nebuah because there was no there was no one who was able to bring the world down to this world. There weren't the beam, so to speak. Pinchas was a Navi, but Pinchas at the stage was no longer a Kongoli, was no longer on the scene. Uh, whether he had died to one opinion, or it just retreated into the background. Whatever it was, he was no longer uh, leading Klaus at the stage, and therefore there weren't any of him. And therefore the greatness of Shmuel was that he had to uh, be the one to, so to speak, begin the pair of Nevoah, so he had to be the greatest of the Nevoah, the one who was able to bring Nevoah down, and then once it was here in this world, it was easier for other Nevoah um, to receive Nevoah from him. He didn't know this at that time. At this time, he didn't know that, right. And as we're going to talk about the greatness of Shmuel becoming a Nabi, you must understand, this wasn't like a apprentice Nabi. He wasn't uh, getting the Nevoah, siphoning it from somebody else. There wasn't anybody else. Nevoah, Shmuel, and that was the first. Eli wasn't? Oh, so that's the question. You asked him very good. And then it's what about Eli Akoi? So we'll see. Now, so having told us that background, that this was against the backdrop of there not being much Nevoah, so now we're going to hear what, how, how Shmuel became a Navi. And the Pasuk tells us, in Pasuk Bayes, Vayhi Bayay Mahu, it was on that day. And obviously the question is, what does that day mean? What, what happened that day? <coughs> it's much more, this, the Pasuk is talking about a specific day. And on that day, this also happened, which the Radak points out. What was the, what was the day that we're talking about? We'll see in a moment. But the Eli Sheikh ibn Qaymoy, Eli was, 
sleeping in his place. Why is that significant? We'll see as well. Uh, now, where did Eli sleep? So we know from the base of English, the Mishnah tells us that, that the Kohenim who are on duty used to sleep in a room adjacent to the base of Middash. The reason for that was is that a Kohen has to be careful of being Tomei, and if he needs to be on duty, so then if he's going to become Tomei, he can't do that either. And therefore, Eli, as a Kohen Gadol who was on active duty, slept in a room next to the Mishkan, that way he could make sure he'd stay at um he couldn't stay in the Mishkan because it's also to sleep in the Mishkan, but he would stay in his room adjacent to the Mishkan. Now, why it's important to tell us that Eli was sleeping in his place, as the Shemuel students see, the Radak explains that as well. And it tells about Eli, the Einov Hechelukeos. His eyes started starting to dim. Eli was an old man, and therefore he was losing his vision. Why that's important here also, we have to explain. But, never he couldn't see. It seems to be an unnecessary repetition of the same idea, and that is that if his eyes had dimmed, he couldn't see. He could still be the Kohen Gadol, though. Right, so obviously, he could be blind, he wouldn't be able to be the Kohen Gadol, he wouldn't be able to see what he was doing. And therefore, the way that Farshim explained it is that we're talking about his Racha Kodesh, and that Ali had started to lose his Nafa. And that's very important because you need to explain <coughs> that in context of what's going to happen next. And that is. Uh, means now why would Eli lose his Ruach HaKodesh? Right. So we're going to learn in the upcoming Sukkim that Eli started to get punished for the various of his sons which you already said about and uh, part of the punishment was he started to lose his Ruach HaKodesh. There are others unfortunately explain it like that. And those explain it more simply that it means his Einstein had started to fail him and as he wasn't blind yet but he wasn't able to see as well as before. And then again, you'll explain soon why that was significant to the story. Now, the Nera Lekim Terem The Nera Lekim is the Menera. The candle of Hashem hadn't yet gone out. It means it was still night. It means it was still night time. Because we know that they used to light the night from night time, from the evening until morning. And therefore we're talking during the course of the night. Shmuel Sheikha Be'echel Hashem. Shmuel was Sheikhev, he was lying down in the Heikhel of Hashem, Hashem Now, obviously, that can't be understood literally, because if Eli couldn't sleep in the Heikhel as a Kohen, then for, Shmuel, for sure Shmuel, as a lady, wasn't allowed to sleep in the Heikhel either. He was a lady. Shmuel was a lady. And he for sure wasn't allowed to sleep in the Heikhel. Did we so, mention that before? Yeah. Alright. So, so, where was he sleeping? So, for those who explain that, Rashi explains, and that is, and the Targum, and that is, we're sleeping in the Ezra Slavim. Where is the Ezra Slavim? We don't know a place like that in the base of Mikdash. And what? You have to say it's the same idea. There was a place for the Levim who were on duty to sleep. Because for the same reason. They also have to be tired if they're going to work in the Mishkan, on the base of Mikdash. And therefore, there must have been a designated place for the Levim to sleep. Now, if that's the case, um, we have to read the Pasuk a little bit out of order. In other words, you have to read the first part and the last part of the puzzle together, that the Nerid Akim, which is the Menorah, hadn't yet gone out, which was in front of the Iron Akim, and Shmuel was sleeping somewhere else. Shmuel was sleeping wherever the Levim sleep. And if that's the case, if Shmuel wasn't in the Heichel, which is where the Menorah was and where the Iron Akodesh was, so what's the significance of the fact that the, that the Menorah hadn't yet gone out? What's the difference? He didn't need the Menorah. Um, for, he wasn't in the place where the Menorah was anyway. He wasn't sleeping in the Heichel. What's the finish that it's by the 
Yeah, also. And therefore, the Mufarshim, you say one of two different ways to explain what the significance is. The first way I saw it in the said Mishlat Zav, is a Likot Zafi, he brings an Evan Ezra. And Evan Ezra in the Torah, that it says, the end of Pashas Nasai, that, Uvah Moshe, El Moshe, Dabari Toy, and Yishmael Sakal Madabar of Mibayn Shnei Akrubim. That when Moshe came to the oil moed uh, to hear Hashem speak, he heard Hashem speak to him from the Aranakodesh between the two Kruvim. And the next pasuk, which is the beginning of Parash, is Baloischa. It's Baloischa, and you tell Aaron, Baloischa Samaris, when you light the candles. And on that, Evan Ezra says that in order for the Novi to get Nevoah, the menorah had to be burning. Which means, and before explaining what, how, where he knew this from, what he says is that it's true that the, the Nevoah came from between the Kruvim and Aaron Kodesh, but they had to come through the <coughs> agency of the Menorah. And therefore, the Menorah was burning. But Rasul Samaria is that's when it was Shaykh to get the Nevoah from, to get the Nevoah from, through the Aaron Kodesh. Evan Ezra, in the beginning of Pajas Baloischa, he says, V'tam Hisamech Pajas Alevim, L'hoyres ki Aaron Yisasek, that's not that one, one second, V'nismecha, Zayis HaPasha, the Pasha of the Baloischa Samaria's, was put next to the parish of Moshe getting the fur. The Hoyres, a Dibur Yeh Gambalayla, the Dibur of Hashem could be at night, Kisham Yeh Aner Dalak, because that's when the menorah was lit. Bula Yichbe, it hadn't gone out. So the idea of the fur at night had to be because the menorah was lit. And therefore, the Levoy Moshe, the Oil Moyesh, to hear the Nevoy the, the from the Penakrovim at, at night time had to be through the menorah if the menorah was still lit. The Mashmas in the day didn't need that. This is the idea of Nevoah at night. Now, if the Nevoah was coming through the agency of Aaron Kodesh by night, it had to be when the Nevoah was living. Um, so, that's the case. We understand the positive very well. It was night time, and therefore he says it was, it was the first was Asher Shem Aaron Rekim. The Nevoah came through the Krubim of the Aaron. But it was when Nair came to Yichve. The Nair hadn't yet gone out. Like the Nair says, you have to have to get Nevoah at night to the Aaron Kodesh. You need the Nair to be burning. You need the Nair to be burning. And therefore, that was the situation here, which is why it was Shaykh then for Shmuel to get Nevoah. Which is, again, we need to understand where the Nair got that from. So it seems like a big Kiddush. But it makes sense then, depends on how possible what one is doing the other one. Now, That's the that's the, the, the simple shot in the Pasuk, the way the Gemara learns in the Kiddushin, that Shmuel wasn't in the Heichel, Shmuel was in wherever the Nevi'im were, and just the, the, the Nevi'im came, Gerech the Menorah, which was in the Heichel. The, the, and the fact that Eli was sleeping in his place? The Pasuk, the way that the Mitzvah read the Pasuk, so he raised it to Shmuel Shaychev by itself. Now, Bahaychal Hashem, as a Shamar and a Kim is one phrase. But, uh, and, and again, which is all part of the Nevoah. We know that you have two factors of the Nevoah the Nair and the Kim, the Iron and the Kim, and that's why Hashem got the Nevoah. And then you have to say Shmuel Shaychev as a separate as a separate phrase. Um, the Gemara didn't understand it like that because the Gemara asked Shmuel Shaychev, Bahaychal Hashem, asked the Gemara how you can't sleep in Nazareth. And then the Gemara answers, it has to be that Shmuel Sheikhev Ka'echel Hashem is going on that wherever his place was next to the Ha'echel Hashem. If you look in the Menchashai, which brings the Gemara, that's how he explains, that's the quotes of the Gemara that says that. 
Okay, so that's the, the way to read the two options how to read the pasuk. Now, there's another way to there's another mahalach here as well, and that is that even though we don't find this in the Mishkan, what we do find in the base of Mikdash is that there was a job to guard the base of Mikdash and The Kalim used to guard on the inside, and the Levim used to guard on the outside. And uh, if that's the case, the word Bashaykh doesn't mean to sleep, it means to lie down, but they were awake because they were on guard duty. And uh, if that's the case, so Eli Shaykh bin Kalim, he was the Kalim. He was guarding on the inside, and Shmuel was on the outside because he was a lady. And therefore, the, the, it would make sense that, wow, when you're going to see when the Nebuah comes, Shmuel's going to think it's Eli speaking to him because they're on opposite sides of the wall. In other words, the Kayin guards on the inside, the lady guards on the outside. So that's why you're setting up where, where each of them were. Okay, so this is the setting where the Nebuah the, the is going to come. Like we said, from the iron through the menorah, and we see Basak Dara, Vayikra Hashem no Shmuel, Vayemir Hashem calls Shmuel, and Shmuel doesn't realize it's Hashem speaking to him. He's like, you're going to think it's Eddie speaking to him. And that's what we see Basak Hey, Vayaritzel Eddie, Vayemir Hineni, Kibarasi. You called me, okay. Vayemir Hineni, So he said, I didn't call you. Shoshka, go, go, go back and lie down again. So, okay, maybe you made a mistake. Vayerich Vayishka. He goes back to lie down a second time. Now, there's an interesting question here, which the Poiskim ask. And then there's a bit of a background to explain the question. I'll tell you the Poiskim answer. I think there's a different answer. I'll suggest that as well. But first, where does this talk you start from? The Gemara tells us that it's also for a Talmud to Paskim Halacha Bifne Rabbi. If the Rabbi's in town, the Talmud's not out of Paskim. The Gemara says, Chayamis for Paskim. The Gemara Megillah takes us to a different level. And the Gemara says over there that we know that uh, at the same time that Yirmiyah was a Navi, there was a lady, prophetess, in the Viyah called Khulda. And at one stage the king went to need a Nebuah, so he went to ask Khulda for Nebuah. And Khulda told him what Hashem said. And the Gemara asks, how could Khulda uh, tell the king Nebuah when Yirmiyah was there? Yirmiyah was her mentor, so to speak. He was the main Navi. If that's the case, it would be also should be also for a different Navi <coughs> to be Miss Nabe um, when the, when in Bifnei Rabbi. And the Gemara is question again. The Gemara's answer is that at that stage Jeremiah was out of town. At different times, now Hashem sent Jeremiah to do different missions, and therefore he wasn't in Yerushalayim at the time. And therefore, being as it wasn't Bifnei Rabbi, the Jeremiah wasn't there in Yerushalayim, so we made it. She was allowed to give him the So. The Mephoshim asked the question that if that's the case, how is it how is it possible for Shmuel here to get Nebuah if Nei Rabbi, if Nei Eli? Because if Eli was his teacher, Eli was his mentor, if that's the case, so then it should be also for Shmuel to be misnabit to give, give Nebuah in front of his teacher, in the same place. Eli was right there. Okay, that's the question. Now, the number of Mephoshim this is a, on this question, so we don't understand the question here. Because if you're going to talk about a case of somebody paskening halach in front of his teacher, so we can tell him it's awesome, he won't do it. But if it's a child of getting the vuh, what do you want the person to do? Yeah. If he gets Hashem in the vuh, Hashem the gave him a message, so what do you want him to do? <coughs> so what's, where would it be awesome to get in the vuh if the uh, if the it was, it was uh, something which Hashem gave him? <laughs> He didn't. Uh, he didn't. Uh, 
he wasn't responsible for that. But if that's the case, you have to go back and explain the Gemara. Because the Gemara, the Gemara went from Chulda. And the Gemara said it would be also if Yirmiyah had been in town to get the work. So there are a number of different approaches, and these are all important to understanding how Nevoah works. There's one approach in Nevoah, and that is that a Novi has to ready themselves for Nevoah. Only Moshe Rabbeinu was on the level that Nevoah came to him the whole time. Otherwise, a Novi had to prepare himself spiritually and intellectually to be get to, to receive the Nevoah. And when he brought himself to the step, that stage, now he's ready to receive Nevoah, it would be possible for him to receive Nevoah. How would he know that Hashem wants to send him? Sorry? How would he know that Hashem wants to send him on a mission? He would not, but he would prefer himself to see, is this something that Hashem wants him to do? <coughs> it's like a, if you'd imagine a servant who's king, if he's ready, he can come into the throne and ask, do you have any jobs for me? But you can't just walk in, you have to be ready for it. You have to come in properly dressed and properly, as the first thing in front of the king. So somebody had to ready himself to get Nebo, and then when he was at the stage, he could hear if there was something for Hashem wanted him to do. And if that's the case, for the student Navi to prepare himself to receive an avur from Kom Rabbi would be awesome. Because if you know that your teacher's here and then he's the main Navi, so you shouldn't do things to, so to speak, to try and get an avur from Kom Rabbi. And if that's okay. And if you answer by Shmuel, Shmuel definitely didn't prepare himself to get an avur. He didn't even know it was an avur. So we can't blame him for anything because it wasn't that he was trying to, he was trying to get an avur. An avur came to him. Would that mean that there's only one Navi? Because then there's always been claimed. In the same place. In the place. In Kohen Rabbi is in the same city. It's in a different place. And it's okay. Oh, Mary said to Haley's eyes and started to... Uh, now, the second answer they give is that in Kohen Rabbi means in Kohen Rabbi the Novi. Which means if you have a teacher who is the main Novi and you the the subsidiary Novi, so you can't give the word in front of him. And like Basil, we said before. Because Basil, the main Novi, is the one who's bringing the Nevoah down. You're just getting it as a in a, from the main Novi and if that's the case so then that would be awesome whereas in a case where your teacher isn't a Novi he's just a teacher in the interior and other things but he's not a Novi so there's no there's no Yisr to get in the world in front of him and if that's the case we're going to be so either Shmuel was the first Novi he was the source he wasn't getting it from Eli or even if Eli had been a Novi like we saw before Eli had started to lose his vision which means he started to lose that Novi and therefore this Novi wasn't coming Derech Eli to Shmuel. This Nevoah was coming to Shmuel directly. And therefore the Isser not to give Nevoah by Malcolm Rabbi wasn't a plan. The dinner of not, don't give Nevoah by Malcolm Rabbi means if the Rabbi is there and he's the one who's able to give that Nevoah, so then it's also the Talmud to give it. You're just getting it from him. He's the source of that Nevoah. Whereas over here, where the main, when you're the source of the Nevoah yourself, there wouldn't be a problem to give that Nevoah. Now this brings us to a very, very interesting a discussion in the post-game already about a pasuk in the Torah. We know we spoke previously about the fact that Moshe shared his nevuah with the 70 Skanim. The pasuk carries on and it says that two men remained in the camp, Eldad and Medad. They started to prophesize in the camp. And Yeshua comes running and says, Adoni Moshe cloned, destroy them. They're being misnabbed if they're Rabbim. They're giving the nevuah in front of their master. Kill them. <coughs> and uh, Moshe doesn't. He's, Moshe he's, says, he's I'll everybody in your What's going on? What's the discussion? Mm-hmm. Why does the show think that Chayav Mesa? And if they are Chayav Mesa, why does Moshe let them off? Yeah. So basically, we just said now, we understand a very deep shot in the Gemara. And that is, Yahshua knew that the 70 people who were going to get Nevoah were getting Nevoah 
through the agency of Moshe. And if that's the case, being as your Nebuah is coming via Moshe, it's also for you to speak in front of Moshe. You're in the same place, you're in the Midbar. He's the principal Navi. You're just the recipient <coughs> from him. So it's also for you to say Nebuah with Nebuah. That's the halach we just spoke about. But in reality, the din that Moshe's Nebuah was transferred was only to the 70s Kenya. And if we know, we look into the Chazal says brought in Rashi, Moshe thought, Moshe said, how am I going to do this? I meant to appoint 70 Iskainim, but they're 12 Shvatim. So how am I going to split 70 fairly into 12 Shvatim? The only thing I can do is I can try and uh, choose 6 people from each of it, and I come with 72. So I'll have to choose 70 out of the 72 people will be left out. And he said, you made lots, and out of, that, out of 72 lots, 70 of the names are came, 2 were empty, and he decided each person will choose. And what happened was, Elder Dumeida decided they're going to Vivatar on, on being chosen, they're going to give the other sentence kind of the chance, and therefore they withdrew, so to speak, even though they were also right to be this kind of. And if that's the case, so then they were, they remained in the camp. Even though they were nominees, so to speak, to be this kind of, they didn't come forward, they remained in the camp when the other sentence kind of went. And Hashem rewarded them that He gave them the book. But the Nebuah they got wasn't through Moshe. Mm. The Nebuah of Moshe was only for the 70th Kainim. Their Nebuah didn't come through Moshe. And therefore Yeshua thought they'd been misnabbed through Moshe, they're not allowed to give Nebuah. Mm-hmm. Kill them. Whereas Moshe knew the Nebuah they got didn't come through him. He never got that Nebuah. And if that's the case, he didn't kill them. On the contrary, he said, The people will get to the level that they deserve to be Nebuah on their own. And if that's the case, there's something over here. Shmuel didn't get his Nebuah via Eli. He got his Nebuah directly. So there wasn't an Isra for him to get the Nebuah. That's the second point. And there's one last point. And that is what I think the difference is, besides what we said so far, is the Isra is to, for a person to be misnabe, which means to go and spread his prophecy. To, uh, to spread, to for, proclaim his prophecy. Mm-hmm. Just like it's also for a Talmud to rule Halakha with Nebuah. But let's say I'm a Talmud, and my rabbi is here, and some asks him Mashaila. Am I allowed to think what the answer is? Of course, I can think what I like. I just can't rule anything. Mm-hmm. He has to speak. But if I want to think about it and come to decide what I want to decide, I can do what I like. I just can't publicize it. The same thing. If a person is on the level to be a Navi, that he gets in the Vur, so then, if a person is on the level to get in the Vur, he can get in the Vur even with Malcolm Rabbi. The answer is, you can't publicize that in the Vur. You can't be the one to proclaim it. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the main Navi has to be the one to proclaim it. And therefore, both by Elder Rumayd or by Khulda, the Gemara's question wasn't how did they receive Nebuah. The Gemara's question was how could they share the Nebuah. Whereas over here we're going to see Shmuel, the Nebuah he gets, he doesn't want to share. On the contrary, he doesn't, he doesn't proclaim it. He wants to keep it for himself. And if that's the case, it's not a problem that the Navi would be aware of Nebuah, even in the place of his teacher, because the answer is for him to be the one to publicize that Nebuah. And over here, Shmuel didn't want to publicize it, and therefore there wouldn't be an issue. You see also, he didn't know about it. Sorry? You see, he didn't know Right. And that's the last one I want to talk about. And that is the Gemara says, and this is the last fascinating point I'll talk about tonight. The Gemara says that there's a din, it's a mission in Hadrian, that if a Navi doesn't share the prophecy, doesn't proclaim the prophecy that he was meant to proclaim, he's high of message. And the Gemara asks, well, how do we know? If he doesn't tell us that he had a prophecy, how are we meant to know to kill him? And the Gemara answers, on the Pasuk, Hashem Elikim Davar, Kim Gala Soida Lavada Venavi. 
And then the Gemara says, therefore, that if a prophecy comes down from Shemayim, every Navi can hear it. Yeah. It might be that this particular Navi is the one instructed, you go spread the message, but all the other people on the level of the world will hear that too. And therefore the Gemara says, the other Navim could testify against him. We heard Hashem tell that Navi to give a message, he never gave it. Which means that if there would be a Nevoah, mm-hmm. all the people who would be on the level of Nevi'im would be able to hear it. And then we see here also, the fact that Eli had no idea this was a Nevoah, he didn't know what was happening, means he wasn't on that level. Either he wow. never was or he never wasn't anymore. And therefore it wasn't that the Nevoah came down and everybody heard it, only Shmuel heard it. Only Shmuel heard it, that's why for him it wasn't a problem of who to share it, because he was the only one who was, who was entrusted with that Nevoah. Yeah. How old is she?